Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, it's Natalie Jean, it's Natalie Jean. Yes, this is Chatting with Nat. And today we have award-winning author and singer-songwriter Catherine Catherine Cloward. Catherine Cloward, known to her youngest fans as Catherine the Grape, is an award-winning author, multi-genre, singer-songwriter, and media producer who's garnered national recognition for her purposeful books and songs. She's written and published 30 books, released over 100 songs, writes and produces for others, is a contributing editor for Guitar Girl magazine, and mentors women in business. With a heart for elevating purposeful causes, Catherine's written impact songs for children, braving cancer, rare disease awareness, and refugee youth programs. Let's give her a round of applause. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hey, I'm I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm so glad to be here. I am still amongst the living in 2022. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm blessed to be able to say that so people can't. Uh, still trying to survive this interesting world we live in. Um, it's just, you know, every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, okay, is this what we're doing today? Great. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's uh. You know, when the uh, when Omicron came into when Omicron came into our lives a few months ago, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> it's just like, geez, Louise. But you know, I think that uh, I think we've all learned a lot about about our own humanity in the past few years, and you know, we're we're in March two years later, and um, you know, there's been a lot of loss. And that's really unfortunate. And but there's also been a lot of a lot of growth and bloom and transformation. And that's that's what we really do need. Oh, mercy! <laughs> you know, I I, wake up, <laughs> I pinch myself. I'm, I say, huh? Is this the 21st century? <laughs> because with all these different you know, uh, with COVID having babies thing uh, between Delta and Omicron and BT and all this crap that goes along with it, I'm just like, um, didn't these things happen? Didn't they happen back in the day? How is it that they're? <laughs> and then now we're dealing with all this war crap. I mean, mm, you would think. Now, here's what I told somebody the other day or yesterday. I think. I believe that if women ruled the world, if women were in charge, she would be in this position right now. What do you think? <laughs> um, I actually, I believe it's less about a gender thing and it's more about an energy thing. I think that, 
you know, the energy of the divine feminine is of peace and love and harmony, right? And um, and when we are amplifying people in power who have corrupt natures, uh, greedy nature, um, that is what kind of constantly is being amplified and and so the the war that we're really having right now, if I if I know this, is is really this energy war, you know, like that we have people who are here just trying to pour love and light into the world, and then and then the loudest voices are those um, that are usually full, fueled by um, the deepest pockets, which are in power, and so we're constantly having to make a choice to go. What am I going to? What am I going to harmonize with? What am I in alignment with? What do I represent? And so to be able to, to be, you know, women who take a stand for that um, is very important. And for men who are, who are mindful men that elevate, um, who, are, who empower women as well. I think women inherently are wonderful leaders. I absolutely believe it. <laughs> um, and I think that the more and more we have the cooperative, you know, women are strong too. You know, I, I'm, I'm a very strong woman. Um, and usually when I rear up and have more of like that kind of like, oh, this is, this is not how it's going to be when I'm more, you know, direct with people. It's like, whoa, you know. But the truth is, is women are very strong, very um, capable, cooperative leaders. And I think that it's really just the, the unification that we don't want to have corrupt energy in this world anymore. And um, and that's what I stand for. So I'd rather I'm pouring my energy into goodness and love into messages that matter and sharing that through, you know, in anything that I write and anything I produce. Um, but I also believe that it also has to do with the way men and women are raised. You know, women are raised to be more softer, more caring, more loving, nurturers. And men are raised to be more like the provider and, you know, the staunch person and stuff like that. That's why I say uh, that if a woman were in charge, we wouldn't be in the situation. I do I do believe 100% in energy, and I hate to uh, put a differentiation between the genders, but there is. Um, I just see in our world's history, and because we haven't had that many women in power that has that much power like being a president that we haven't been able to see what the woman would do in that situation but in history we can see that women can be firm yet still have that compassionate side on their end whereas you know i have to give kudos to the uh president of of um, ukraine yeah or ukraine because this man has a heart of gold. He's compassionate. I mean, he is a born. Mm-hmm. It's funny that he was a comedian and he became uh, the president or was voted the, into uh, to be the president. He has compassion. He has everything in him. It's just a beautiful thing to me. Yeah. Whereas when we look at uh, different things over here. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over here. It's just, it's just like people just, I, I don't know. People just don't have a heart here. A lot of the men that have been put in power here in the United States, for me, in my opinion, they, they lack that compassion. They, like, they lack that drive. And it could be any president. I don't care. They lack it. 
And so I would love for one day to see a woman in, in, in um, I would like to see a woman in charge. Hopefully one day that'll come to fruition. Um, it's about time. Yeah, well, there's definitely, yeah. Well, we haven't seen that in America, but there are definitely right. women in the world who are leading yeah. countries and they're leading, they're, they're doing it fantastically, you know. And you're right, compa- those gifts of, those character gifts of compassion, of integrity, of, you know, of speaking, speaking, unifi- you know, unifying words and, and amplifying that and being that absolutely is absolutely what we need. And I think that more blurring the lines of what is, you know, traditional, it is happening. You know, I'm, I'm raising a son, and he's being raised by, and we've been talking, we we talk about feelings, we talk about all these mm-hmm. all these, these character traits from the time he was young, because I wanted to make sure I raised my son to be, to, to the best of my ability, that he right. was definitely in tune with, you know, his, you know, his emotional body, you know, right. that he could, that he's like, mom, you know, like he could have that. And I've always just cared about him having a compassionate heart. I always said, if I'm going to raise, man, all I care about is Landon having a compassionate heart and then everything else will follow suit from there, you know? And so I remember it might've been last year or the year before I said, you know, Landon, do you think I care more about how other people see you or your character on the inside? And he said, Mom, who I am on the inside. I said, absolutely, that's all I care about. I don't care how people perceive you or what people think of you. You don't have to perform in society. But who you are as, a, as, your, as your character, that's all that matters. And that's, what, and that's what, you know, in the work that I do with children, that's what I'm constantly focusing on are those individual choices, you know, those individual personal development choices that we all make every single day, moment by moment. And what I think you're all, what you're stating, Natalie, is that, like, there's, like, a done, like, I'm just so done <laughs> with yeah. the, way, the way some things have been. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And, um, and I, I, there is, there's a, it's a, there's a, it's a shift. There's a shift happening. And, um, and it's an important shift. And, and it's all a call to action on an individual basis of what do I stand for? And what, right. what's a no for me and what's a yes for me? And to be very clear about what that is can help, you know, help us all, you know, really rise and shine and change the paradigm of, of how this world is, you know, aspects of that have been kind of like, okay, like the dormant, like that have been, oh, we just go along with it. Now it's kind of right. like, no, we don't have to go along with it. Let's, let's change, let's make changes. Yeah, definitely. And that's where art, you know, and artistry has a lot to do with that. You know, the yeah. and during COVID, everybody who was an artist, like, put their head down and wrote, draw, like, all all right. artists went to their caves and just mass produced, you know, manifested, just created because how we how we help shape the story of humanity is through is through art, through storytelling, through however however we bring that forth. No, I 100% agree with you. Now that we're in the 21st century, how do you how do you see women in the sense of, you know, women are always in competition with one another. And it's mostly because of what is out there on the internet, you know, TV, advertising, that. How do you think the world has evolved in the idea of women competing in each other. And what do you, what are some suggestions uh, for women to not compete with one another? 
Huh. Oh, my gosh. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a simple, it's a simple thing to, to choose to be a woman of integrity, right? So the issue about, like, to be, to not even get into that, to not even get into that, to genuinely support other women, not only as long as they're only at the same level as you. Like I have, I have some women that I, that are in the same, that I connect with a lot that I'm always like, Oh my gosh, they're winning. Like, I'm just so excited when, when wonderful things happen for them. Right. Just as they're excited for me. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, but I actually just wrote a song a little while ago. I think it, it less about, I think it's less about, I'm going to diverge just a little bit off the word competition and really go into the, like to talk about betrayal. And so with women, um, I've actually been, I've experienced tremendous betrayal by women in in my life and, um, but also in business, you know, and I'm just like, what's up? Come on. There's like a code, you know, like there's like an integrity code. Right. And then you're just like, you're just making us all look bad. That's how I feel about it. Like, right. And so, but I just wrote a song called girl, you are out. And it's all about this kind of like, dude, like there's a code, like we're supposed to have each other's back to support each other, but to not sell out for opportunity, you know, integrity isn't a gender thing. It's a character thing, right? So if we want to, we're working our tails off to get, to get that, to get that position, right? Like I I haven't been appointed to anything. I've had to work very, very hard to build everything I've ever built. I've never been appointed, but I constantly, I, you know, I used to sit on business panels all the time, speaking all the time. And there'd be like a panel of like five men and then me, you know? And I was like, and I would have, and so, like, I fought to get there, right? I fought, like, and not fought, like, to be like, I deserve it. It's just my results got me there. So for us to applaud each other, we're all working very hard. So to have honor and integrity and honesty with each other. The hard part is, is, is to not sell anybody else out, and most specifically not your sisterhood. And I think that's kind of where, where I've experienced some betrayal is, you know, whoa, on one side, like, if you're, if you're a woman of integrity, you stand the line, you stand the line of saying, and, you know, integrity means what you say and what you do lines up It's about being standing firm. And so for women, if we really want to, to reshape the narrative, uh, is to be women of integrity, to genuinely support each other and genuinely blow air into somebody else's balloon to help them to help them just as much as other people have helped us and so it's really it's a I mean I feel that if we're all on the line of of true honesty and integrity the the competition just kind of goes away you know and it and honestly if and if you it's also just about finding who your who your women are you know but honestly we're all working our tails off to just to get (laughs) to get in the position that we that we want, you know, I mean, I just, there's a, there's a situation that just happened. There's five spots, four went to men, one went to a woman, right? I mean, there's constantly women are working really, really hard and creating results that, uh, that if anything, we should just be honoring and um, encouraging each other. But time and time again, you know, oh, this opportunity came up. So they sell, you know, selling somebody else out. And that's just like, "Mm, never going to work with you again, you know? And so it's just, I think being a person of integrity will get you much further. Um, yeah. I have seen 
and I have none because I'm like this, um, where women like me that speak their truth or speak up or say something, most people, most men, women, I don't know, most people don't like that unless they're, they're like, I surround myself with a lot of people that are truth seekers that stand up for their truth. They're not afraid to say what they need to say. Obviously, they say it in a compassionate way unless unless the person comes at them in a different way. Um, and I think that a lot of people just are afraid of those people that speak up because I think a lot of people in general, women, men, whoever, want to say stuff, but they're so afraid about what people think. Um it stops them from saying whatever they need to say, even if it's to defend themselves or if it's something that they believe in. A lot of people just refuse to say a lot of things. And I see that in a lot of women. Um, you know, uh, Nikki and I try to do the Sisters in Music thing, contact different female organizations, you know, by collaborating and stuff. A lot of them don't respond. So I call BS out to them and say, how can you be an organization that that their four women want to work with them, and, and they don't have to work with us. But the fact that you don't respond is just ridiculous to me. You could say, "No, we're not interested." Right now. <laughs> That's fine. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Or you know, if the the one uh, female organization that thinks they're so high up they can't deal with the little the little people, so-called little people. That's just ridiculous to me. We should all be on the same platform. I mean, we're all women. We're all on the same stage. We can applaud one another. Whenever I see anybody do anything on Facebook, one person said to me, my God, Natalie, you're always the first one to congratulate people. Because, you know, a win for them is a win for all. Why do, why do I care? I should embrace people. Congratulate people whenever they do. It could be them finding the perfect parking space. I don't care. That might be a I'm going to celebrate you. And so I can't wait for the day when people are just celebrating each other, you know, and not caring about jealousy. Oh, why did this person get this? I've had people do that to me. They've messaged me and say, oh, why did you get this? I don't understand. Oh, yeah, good. But, you know, and and I give them a few choice words. I mean, I don't back down from things. You know, I just can't wait till we get to a position. I think the bottom line is that people need to learn to love themselves. If you love yourself, you don't care about anybody else. That's just you just don't. You just don't. Yeah, no, I stuff. Now, why do you think it's important um, for women to share their stories? Hmm. I believe that the power of you know of like our own personal transformation comes through believing that we can that we can that we can be we can take risks we can become all that we desire to be and usually that comes from um for me in my own personal life that's kind of come for me by seeing other women doing it right and so mm-hmm. to be able to go like wow even when i was a little girl i you know i would i had these you know Sheroes, women that I that were doing things that were brave and risky and courageous and and like trailblazing and just really inspiring um, to me, and that I was like, wow, I could I could be that too, right? And that I think the key, especially um, for me, was that I did I could I could walk a different path, that I could take a different path than 
um, than other women may take, right? Like we all have just different qualities. And so I think what we learn in storytelling by telling our stories is that we, one, get to see and hear, um, one, how other women do it. Like how do you get, like even some of these things that you just said that you obviously have a lot of passion about, right? Like how do how do we overcome some of these these um, uh, these hardships that women go through? Well, how we how we personally develop ourselves through that is by having tools that we see and hear and, and develop through other women, right? So storytelling helps us one know that wow, she went through it. I can go through. I can I can brave that terrain too. And number two is that we provide each other with tools, right? Storytelling is just the way, like to to say like hey, I was struggling, and this is how I got through it. Um, and, and this may not, or this is how I grew this thing from nothing to something, right? And just look at your saying, like, well, not everybody may want to play in the same sandbox. That's okay. Just build your own sandbox, you know, open it up for everybody. And so right. there, to know that, like, wow, I don't have to follow this path that other people did. This woman over here did it this way, and, and she's sharing her own truth in, in her own way. And so what, why it's important is that we get multiple perspectives of women um, and women who, and not every woman uh, follows the same path, right? But for some reason, there's kind of like, oh, there, to, to, to show that we're breaking away from that. And honestly, Natalie, like a few, it was during COVID actually, I went mm. on a walk with one of my friends and I was feeling some dis. I was feeling some of that, like you know, when you just kind of went out and you were feeling a little annoyed, a little. Off. <laughs> like I was like, I'm so I was frustrated with something, right? And I was frustrated, and I was saying, I'm just not seeing women out there with the same kind of story that I have, right? And I was frustrated because the the cookie cutter story was kind of out there. And the truth of the matter is, I wasn't annoyed with the industry. I was actually feeling annoyed within myself that I wasn't. I wasn't braving my terrain to just like, okay, are you, are you, are you ready to step up, Catherine? Are you ready to actually, you know, step into an, a higher level for yourself of transparency, you know? And so we, those steps that we take of becoming by sharing about those, the trial, the hardships, the, the, the triumphs, and we do that in a way of service to humanity then mm-hmm. we light we light the path for others. You know, we've got young girls who are watching. We've got teenagers who are watching. We've got other women who are watching. So what are we willing? What are we shining a light on? You know, and so by talking about like this is how I did it, and other women saying this is how I did it, and that we can piece together for ourselves, you know, the pieces of courage to to go after what we want, whatever that is. Whatever that is that we can be like, I'm super, to find that peaceful, content place for whether it's for our careers, um, for our personal lives, whatever that is, whatever your what is, that you do it well and that you can have that courage by watching, knowing other women did it too. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, I see that you are a media producer. So I had a conversation a while back with another uh, female music producer, and she said, you know, one time, and this was a a couple years ago, she went to a conference for music producers, and she was the only female in the room, the only one at this conference. 
But she says that things have improved in the 21st century. So as a media producer in that, as you know, in that field, as a woman, um, how is it? Um, is it equal? Are there more women? Are there less women? Are there more men? And how did you become a media producer? Yeah, well, I mean, a producer is like, you know, even even a producer in music isn't necessarily an engineer, right? right. A producer, a, right, a producer right, is right. the person who pulls the whole project. Is a is next, yeah. some, A lot of times we're putting those together. Like the producer right. is the person who's engineering. That isn't necessarily mm-hmm. always the role. Like the, right. a producer. So I I never engineer my own albums, but I but I'll produce an entire project. I can see like I'm able to to take the seed of an idea and manifest mm-hmm. it all the way into a finished product. And I do that across the board in multiple ways, whether that's book publishing, whether that's, you know, music, um, film, you know, and so, but I feel that even that too is, I remember there's a, there's a woman who works with me named Megan Wynn. I've worked with her for a number of years. She sings backing vocals on a lot of my stuff. She just has this beautiful angelic voice. She's a, she, She's, she's doing a bunch of engineering now. She does a bunch of work for a bunch of different people. But when mm-hmm. she and I, for, I'm, I'll never forget this conversation. It would have been like three years ago, maybe even four years ago. And she, at the time, she thought that the opportunities that were open to her in the music industry, she's in her 20s. She thought that the opportunities that were open to her in the music industry was, were to be a performer or be a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, Megan, you, there's like, it's wide open for you. You just have to step into it, right? And so the right. thing is, is, it's not like, and so how we, how we kind of level that playing field is for women to see other women doing it, right? To see right. other women who are, who are writing monster songs, you know, like women songwriters, right? But also I'm super, I'm super inspired by and empowered by mindful men. There's a lot of wonderful men out in the industry who believe that women absolutely, who are, who are doing it, right? And so... So it's, it's about leveling yourself up and believing that you can, right? And so then all of a sudden, Megan was like, wow, I never really thought that I could do that with my career. And I'm like, yes, oh, my gosh, you totally can. So they're, they're blowing wind into her sail to believe that she can do these things. And so it's just about showing up, right? And so, I mean, I'm super inspired. There's this um, uh, Sona out here, Songwriters of North America. It's completely energized by, by a bunch of really wonderful songwriting women, um, powerful women who are activating change and they're just taking on industry right? and helping really solidify a lot, you know, helping energize a lot of legislation for, for media, um, for media creators, right. Uh, songwriters. Um, but they're just doing it. They just decided there was a need and they're going to fill it and they're going to do it. Right. And so how do you become, how do we equalize that? How do we equalize the panels? that there are, there are, you know, enough women on the panel as men. How do we equalize that? How do we find equity? We, we help women know that they can do it, right? Right, like, right. It's, it's not like women, it's not a matter of like, hey, I'm a sidekick to a male-led project. No, that I want to help girls. I want to help women know, like, you can, you can lead the whole production. You can get on stage, you know? But for a lot, right, you can produce the entire show from start to finish. And so... 
it, and you and give yourself credit for that. There were years I produced shows that I never actually gave myself credit that I actually produced the whole show, you know. And I was mm. like, I didn't. It wasn't really my lead thing, but I didn't need. I didn't necessarily need the credit, but I was like, but what it left was kind of like this void of like Catherine. You know, I was used to shining a light on everybody else, but I wasn't shining a light on myself. But to answer what? your question, how do we make it more equal? We help women know that there's those opportunities are out there, you know. And so that's why I love. I work. I work with Tara um, Lowe. She is the publisher for Guitar Girl Magazine. I think, have you been in Guitar Girl Magazine before? I, 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 okay, maybe not. I, yeah, I've okay. read it. Yeah, so, so she, great magazine, right? Super high quality, yeah. nationally distributed magazine. She has a passion for helping women in the music industry from top to bottom, right? Right. And I met her at an event. We just bonded, right? We just had this conversation, actually, about wearing heels. <laughs> like, we were both, like, wearing heels. Like, we are so uncomfortable, you know? And um, anyways, so we just, we just bonded. And, and the next thing you know, uh, but why, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm writing for her, you know, for her magazine. And, and, but why it matters is that magazine alone constantly shows you uh, has articles of other women, not just guitar players, women who are producing, women who are, who are managing careers, women who are on the law side, that there's opportunity. So when we can see women, when the representation of women in these different roles, it just allows other people to go, hey, I can do that too. So now we're seeing, especially with, you know, the music industry being the wild, wild west right now, that, you know, that especially with COVID, that people were like, hey, you know, I can't go into this big studio to do the production right now. <laughs> They had to pick up skills that they didn't have before or partner with people in a different way that they didn't have before, right? And so all of a sudden, I'm actually seeing a lot of women who are engineering albums, producing albums, mixing and mastering albums, and I'm like, you go. I think it's so rad. And so we, we were able to help equal, you know, find equity in that by earning our way into the room. We have to earn our way into the room. And so we do that by doing it. And we help other women do it by showing them that other women are doing it. It's the ripple effect, you know, like, you know, I, I, I step in the room, then you get inspired to step in the room. And then we all keep stepping into the room until we're in the room all together. Right. And so, but we have to do the work. We have to do the work. No, oh, definitely. Definitely. That is muy importante. The work needs to be done. Yeah. But also, I, I do want to say something. I, I didn't mean to divert because um, you talked a little bit about, you know, there are people, Natalie, that ha- that say, like, I know another woman in the music industry who's constantly shining the light. Like, she's always the first one to speak up, okay? Her name's Elisa. I love her. She's in the children's – she's Twinkle Time in the children's music, right? No, she, she goes about – she's always, like, <laughs> she's always the one who's kind of, like, shining the, the truth serum on things. But but we all but to to speak up and stand. Some of us do it a little bit differently. But to find the women who are willing to do that, it's really important, and to applaud them and to encourage them, right? And I think it's it's super important. Some days it's a some days it's a blowhorn, you know, standing on the corner with a blowhorn. Other days mm-hmm. it's about it's about writing something that's impactful, and that's where songwriting comes in. Can you write something? that's so impactful that can help move people. And that's, you know, one of our, that's our greatest asset is to write something that can move people to take action in their own lives. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I want to do um, social impact message songs. That's my whole thing. I want to be an effective player. Obviously, as a musician, we want to make money. 
but it's not about fame for me. It's all about, you know, trying to make a difference in the world. Now, you have a new song out called Love You. Uh, tell us what that's about. Ah, yes. I just released Loving You. Um, it's, you know, it's interesting because the song could be, you know, the energy of love is everything to me. And right. this is like, I honestly believe it's the whole reason we're all here <laughs> is, is that we're these loving beings. And, um, and really, at the end of the day, it's all that really matters. And so Loving You is actually probably one of my most um, simple, lyrically written songs. Um, but the message, you know, that we, it could be a romantic love song. It could be um, even just the, the, that love doesn't necessarily always fall into that romantic love. It can be that we can feel that energy with somebody else, right? That we can meet somebody, that we can have a divine connection with them Mm -hmm. that um, may never have, like, uh, the romantic element to it, but it can be this deep, dimensional, like, multidimensional love with somebody else. And that's really what this song is for me. On a personal level, you know, I felt um, a very beautiful connection with somebody that felt like, wow, this is somebody who actually sees me and understands me. And that's like, that's so beautiful. And that you can have a connection with somebody that's on a whole nother level than um, perhaps your everyday, you know, encounters that you have with people. So um, the bridge of the song says, when all that's real is the feeling of love, you know, all that's real is, is the feeling inside trust and truth for love and light. So it has very much those spiritual seeds of wisdom that I pour into a lot of my songs sharing it for the mainstream. And so I think, you know, all of us, um, we have these beautiful connections with people um, that we can, that is all in the harmony and all in the vibration of love. And that's what this song is is all about. So, um, and it has a really cool beat. I love the beat. So I worked with, uh, I wrote this song top to bottom, and then I worked with Daniel Fritz, who did all the arrangement for it. And then my friend Megan, who I was just talking about, she does the backing vocals. So there's this like angelic oh, part in the in the in the song. I think is really really cool. And then uh, the video just came out actually, so I'm gonna <laughs> share that after this broadcast. But the video just came out, and I worked with uh, Mike Brugmeyer for the video. He's he's like this monster, amazing like I say monster, like epic. Um, filmmaker out here in San Diego and I'm always like Mike (laughs) we just have so much fun working together and um, so he did the video with me and I'm just you know I'm just having the greatest time sharing my truth and love um, at the core of everything for me is is my greatest truth so you know sometimes for me like even putting out songs that um, it's it's about sharing that with the world and sharing it with the people who inspire it within me is really important. All righty. Well, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, and then we'll play the song. Front Range Radio, playing a variety of indie music, a 24-7 music festival for your ears. You can find Front Range Radio at Mm frontrangeradio.net.
Beautiful message. <laughs> Your clapping is so funny. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, my little two hands can't do anybody justice. So I want people to have that warm, the warm and fuzzies. So that, uh, that is there. You know? yeah, yeah, I think that, you know, the message of love, especially right now, you know, it's like they can feel sometimes like, you know, it's, it's been a you know a challenging few years for for the world as we all are adjusting into what is, and just to really remember that you know that love love is the key to everything. Love is who we are, and that and that there is this infinite space where love exists. And and when we have that connection with other people, right? When we when we really have a beautiful connection with someone else, so it's just it always exists there. It's always there and you know that it, within that we have hope. We have hope for we have hope for humanity, really. <laughs> yeah, no, that's for sure. I agree one hundred percent with you. Love is the way. I mean, I mean, it's, when I look at, I always tell people, you know, with artists, music is our superpower because music, um, music can heal mountains. It can heal mountains. It can move mountains. It can heal people. Um, it's the one place where we all can be happy and excited and we all can get along and it's just a, an amazing gift to be able to do music and I applaud all of us because there you know we just change the lives of others and so you know I agree love that loving feeling the loving energy that we put in our music goes forth towards the listeners and so they get love from the artistry that we present yes love is the way um, amen amen to that all right on is the way. yeah and the same with what you're doing and just to applaud and gratitude to you I mean the work that you're doing with sisters in music the work that you that you you were doing it does matter right and there there is always going to be there's you are, you you have a ship in the water and it's sailing, Natalie. And you're helping a lot of people have a platform to help amplify message and helping women be part of community and get their music out there. So, it's the work that you're doing does matter and it's good and it's energized with love. So you're tra- naturally attracting and magnetizing to your work other women who naturally resonate in that in that realm. So. You know, thank you for having to putting your energy into helping amplify and empower women. It's it's important work, and it helps women ripple out into other women, and it just keeps on it keeps on going. And so it's 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 what we all need. So, yeah, thank you. That's you're welcome. I appreciate it. Um, how has your career in business helped? Share your passion music. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, well, I think, you know, the bottom line is there is a music industry, right? I, I think it's so funny. People are like, industry standard. I was like, who's standard? <laughs> like, who's on the standard? But, um, you know, I've had, like, uh, I've always been, you know, my career prior, you know, catapulting myself into the music industry was very deeply rooted in, you know, business to business sales and marketing, you know, which was all rooted in relationships, right? Like, and so I, 
I had to always make something from nothing, right? So artistry is the same way, you know, like I had to, I had to, so, so you're, you're, you're taking an idea and you're energizing it into, into becoming something. So, um, you know, before I started my, my media company and then ventured into also doing music for myself and helping other people have, you know, a safe place to publish and house their music, um, my career was, was in, was in services and sales of, of product before. And why, why that mattered is that those, those transferable skills of, hey, I, I can't, it, of being a person of, like my word stands, and that putting my head down and getting the work done, that the work matters, right? And so um, all of those kind of like core business principles are carried into what I'm doing now. And so, um, and also it just allowed me to know that I can rely upon myself to get where I want to go. And I think that's right. always like the important thing. I, I sat down a few weeks ago with a, with a young man. His dad had asked me if I could talk with him. And I've known this, this uh, young man for a long time. He just turned 18, started college, and he wants to be a sound engineer, right? Mm. So we sit down and we chat, and, but, but more, less about less about the music industry and more about the seeds of character that one needs to develop to have a long-term career in whatever you do. Right. right. And ultimately the lessons that I shared with him is that it's like the only person who's in the room every single day is you. <laughs> right. Like exactly. you, so if I, I, that I know that on my back in my backpack of, of tricks and tools that I've garnered for myself, what I need in any situation to figure it out. And that includes, knowing who to call to help me figure it out, right? Right. And so I think, um, but, you know, I am not, for me to, to um, I've learned over time that I do not, uh, that I, <laughs> I like to build something from nothing. I like, I like taking on a new machine and I like, um, I don't really enjoy inner circle mentality. I don't like that at all. I think it's exclusive and it bothers me. And I see that a lot in an in industry. And so instead of it, like, you know, instead of it annoying me, <laughs> I just choose to energize inclusivity. Right. And so some of these things are about, and a lot of times, Natalie, it all comes down to who owns it, you know, who owns it, controls it. And so for me, my career has been all about having the leverage, you know, that, that somebody else isn't going to control the direction of my career. They're not going to own me. And that also includes, like, I know I had to gain the wisdom by doing it. You know, right. I had to be in the industry. I had to, I had to be developing. You know, you know, eight years ago, I didn't have the ear that I have now. Eight years ago, I couldn't even play the music for my – I couldn't write the music parts of my own songs. And then, or not even eight years ago, I said longer than that. But, you know, when I picked up a, a guitar about seven years ago and was like, I'm going to start writing my own songs top to bottom, then I just started doing it, you know. But it, it took time and energy to do that. So now, then when I start, when I, you know, write songs with and for other people, I'm able to walk into a room and know that I can do that because I've garnered the confidence in myself that I can. And then I may not be able to get the sound that I want, but I know I can call upon some really reliable people to get the sound that I want, you know, right. so that teamwork mentality, you know, and making sure I'm aligning with the right, with the people who, and I say right people, not like the, the, I'm saying the right people for me to work with, 
you know, and for me, it's all about character and integrity. I work with people. I hate the phrase. I'll tell you straight up. I can't stand the phrase. It's just business. I can't stand it. Like when somebody's like, oh, well, you know, they, they make a, they do something that's super out of character, right? They go behind your back. They do this. They do that. And they're like, it's just business. I was like, dude, if you lack, if you lack integrity in business, you lack integrity in your, in your everyday life, you know? So I don't think that there's a difference. It's like, we, if you're a person of integrity, and in, I want to be friends with you, and I want to do business with you, you know? Amen. I love it. Well, thank you, Catherine, for being on Chatting with Nat. It's always awesome to talk to you um, and learn more about you and everything that you're doing. Thank you. you. Are- I'm glad to be here. And, um, hey, since the last time we spoke, all of my music has been moved over to CatherineCloudMusic.com. And so I'm just super, I love, like I'm, anyways, all of my album stuff is, is over there. So I'd love for people to check it out there, CatherineCloudMusic.com. And then everything's on all my streaming sites. And, um, and you can even link to Catherine the Grape there. But everything's still at Catherine Cloud as well. But I just was like, just kind of segmenting it out for all the different uh, arms of my octopus body. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, we ha- I have you down here, Catherine Cloud, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and your website is www.catherinecloud.com. Yes. So the end. Thank you so much, that. Natalie. Thanks for doing this. Oh, no, thank you. Um, thank you once again for being on the show. I really appreciate your support, and we'll continue to follow you, and I can't wait to watch your uh, music video. Right on. Yay. I know. So loving you. I just put, it's all on uh, CatherineCloudMusic.com. So if you want to check out the loving you music video, it's at CatherineCloudMusic.com or my YouTube channel. Cool. All right. Well, you have a wonderful evening and thank you thank so you. much, Natalie. All right. Thanks. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye everyone. That was award-winning author and singer songwriter, Catherine Cloud. And she's also a media producer. Check out her music. Check out everything about her. Check out her new music video. Until next time on Chatting with Nat. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your voice.